Hello and welcome. We are back trying to record this podcast at the park in the car again. The last time I tried to do this, all I did was panic for 30 minutes. Uh, It was really more of like a 15 minute panic and then 15 minutes of struggling trying to find my words. But we're going to try again because life is all about perseverance. Okay, that should be enough water for now. Um, there's a surprising number of people at the park today. I guess everybody... It is, a, honestly, a really beautiful day. And there's so many kids around. I see a dog. There's kids running around in the playground. It's a little nerve-wracking, but... I am parked by the quote-unquote carousel, so... We'll see about that. Um, alright. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome back to today's episode of giving you everything we are a podcast about girl talk really just whatever's on your mind or it's what's on my mind it's on your mind it's on everyone's minds it's just the little things that are on your mind all right today today on the podcast we'll be talking about healthy ways to gripe gripe for the last two years was really it was the star of the show in my vocabulary It had dominant place on the stage, center stage, all the spotlights. And that was really my own doing. The last two years, I used the word gripe at least 20 times a day. This is not an endorsement to use negative language. It's more about finding a new alternative for an old hobby. That's mainly because gripe is such an aggressive word, but it's something that we really do. And I think it's important to do because... You can't keep things bottled up inside. It'll just eat away at you and you'll later explode and it'll be a big mess and you'll feel bad and then have to deal with collateral damage or maybe I'm just talking about myself. But anyway, I feel like expressing yourself is such an important part of life and that means expressing good things and expressing not so good things. And that's where griping comes in. So today, we're going to talk about a few alternatives to griping. And when I say gripe, I'm really talking about, like, hands in the air, fists shaking. It is shouting. Or it's a slow burn where you're just slowly muttering to yourself, clenching your fists, grinding your teeth. Either way, it's not great. Um, The important part about griping, as I mentioned before, is to let things out and come to realize and accept that there are better, more productive ways of letting things out than getting wound up in your anger. Over the last few years of my griping journey, I've reached a point at which I gripe until I get so wound up I'm standing practically on a cliff and can't come down. It's like a, I don't want to say it's a high, but that's basically what it is. I get so high on my anger that I am disinterested in being rational, disinterested in facts. I'm disinterested in being reasonable. And just to give you some context, this really, this 
this point or the inspiration to find alternative methods of griping really came to me right before the new year arrived. So I gripe about work <laughs> like most people do. It's not any kind of surprise. Pretty common, I would say. And I was griping my usual gripes and it just kept escalating. You reach a point where you become accustomed with the pattern and the behavior of griping that you allow yourself to get swept up in the moment. And it's not like in the romantic sense, if you know what I mean. So I started by complaining. I thought I was going to let things out calmly. I walked over to my mom. Yes, my mom, I am an adult and I went to go gripe to my mom. I walked up to her and I said calmly, can I just let something out? I should have known that that was really the first step of this journey down a bad path, but I went anyway, and my mom generously listened to me. I started to explain my situation, and of course, the more that I thought about what I was saying and the more I was letting out, the more angry and emotional I was getting, and I just, my volume kept getting louder and louder and louder and you know when you reach that pattern when you're telling a story that you're kind of reflecting on something as you're retelling it and then you have a moment of realization right in the middle except for in the middle of this story my moment of realization was how furious I was which is probably not the most healthy realization because in this moment I, and I feel like in most moments, fury and anger, that's a choice that we make. So I had decided that I was furious. And maybe 10 minutes in, I was like at the halfway point on the anger meter. And it literally took maybe a few seconds, maybe 10 seconds to get so wound up to the point where I literally was taking my fist and pounding it into the kitchen countertop and shouting at the top of my lungs. I could feel the burning in my chest from yelling so loud, but I was so high that I didn't feel the pain and I just something in my brain felt like encouraged to keep going, which is kind of sick when you think about it. And my dad walked over to try and de-escalate the situation and defuse this bomb that I had become. And he said, you know, maybe we want to take a step back. And of course, I was so worked up that I turned to him and I said, no, not yet. I am not done and I want to keep yelling. So after that little meltdown, I decided that maybe my relationship with griping or just my approach to blowing off steam or letting things off my chest is not working out for me, which leads us to today's episode.
first recommendation. I'm gonna have a series of recommendations, a series of four. It's really generous to call it a series, but here we go. Have a short and sweet list for you of things that you may wanna consider doing instead of griping, or maybe you've heard other people say you should do instead of griping. And I'm telling you, I'm encouraging you. Today is the day you can take that step if you feel like trying something new. So first up, we have journaling. Journaling has been around in human history forever. I would even say if you really want to go there, it dates back as far as like cave paintings. Cave paintings are a form of journaling and just cataloging the events of the day and taking stock of what you experience and how you experience things and how you feel about them. I think that is truly at the core of journaling. Even if you aren't having this deep dump into your journal, what an aggressive word, but it's basically a dump. You're clearing out your mind for the day. Even if you don't have like the world's most enlightened epiphany at the end of that, it's okay. It's okay to just write down, today I went to work, I took one break, and then I logged off for the day. It doesn't have to be anything revolutionary, but I think just acknowledging that you had a day makes a difference. Either way, even if it's boring, it is always nice to be able to look back on that and you'll be happy that you wrote down just the nothings, the everyday nothings of your life. But don't call them nothings, they're important. But anyway, journaling helps you process your feelings and it lets you feel heard. I kid you not, every Friday without fail, I would go over to my friend's house, we would have our weekly happy hour, drinks, beer, and go out and Without fail, I would spend five to 10 minutes complaining about something that happened at work. Of course, each little scenario was different week to week, but the overall theme was the same. It was, this person did something that is a pet peeve of mine, and can you believe how outrageous it is that I have to deal with all of this ridiculousness? And in hindsight, <laughs> I'm so thankful for my friends. They're so understanding and compassionate. But really, after a while, I realized that, you know, if you're that friend on the other side, there's only so much you can do. It kind of follows a curve where you start by listening and you're very supportive and you don't give any advice. Then it gets to a point where you're tired of hearing about it and you offer some advice. I guarantee the advice will not be taken. Then it goes back to silent listening and they don't want to listen to you complain. It really becomes a drag after a while. And so that was my long way of saying that sometimes you don't want to take your problems to people all the time or you feel like you've reached a quota or that it's maybe too personal. You can't talk to anybody about it. And that's where journaling comes in. I think even just being able to write things out on a piece of paper lets you have that same experience of feeling heard, which is so important. At the end of the day, when you gripe, it's really not about finding a solution. It's about letting things out and making sure that people know what you're thinking, what's on your mind, being heard. Recommendation number two, time travel. Hang with me for a second. This is just a kitschy way of saying, think about yourself in five years. I know it sounds so lame and corny, but think, just imagine yourself five years from this point in time, 
right now and think, will this matter to me in five years? Would I still be angry about this in five years? And I think perspective always makes such a big difference sometimes when you're emotional about a situation as gripes can get. It's easy to get swept up in the moment and say like this is the end of the world this is the worst thing to happen can't believe this is happening to me can't believe people are like this blah 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 you know what actually the fact that i can't even think of an example of things that i was angry about is just proves my point it's not even been five years since my last gripe but i can certainly tell you that none of them were impactful enough that i truly remembered and honestly Recently, I was chatting with my friend. We were hanging out on a video chat, just catching up, and I honestly couldn't remember enough about the situation to articulate why I was mad. And I'm sure my friends who are so understanding and loving were wondering why I was even mad in the first place because my story was incoherent and it didn't really make any sense at all why I would be mad. Couldn't even explain why I was mad. But anyway, time heals all wounds, as they say. So just give it, just think about it in the grand scheme of things. Will it really matter in five years' time or not? And that'll really help you think about the level of energy you're putting into your grave. My third recommendation is to get to the root of the problem. This is a really great one for people who are solution oriented, really like action people. And when you get to the root of something, really think about like, why are you irritated? And what is causing this? There's always all these details in these stories whenever you gripe, but at the root of it, there's always something that kind of is that first moment that flips a switch for you. And you know what? I think it's like ego. I really dislike people who have big egos. This is so unfair. Sometimes you meet people who have these egos just get in the way of like life. It impacts conversations that you have with them. It impacts your ability to get things done or make decisions. And that seems very unnecessary and annoying to me, but that's really not up to me and not everybody really cares about that. And I think connected to that, it really bugs me when people have no humility. And so then, you know, when people are bragging or like people refuse to do things because they think it's beneath them, oh, it drives me crazy and it happened one time recently and I literally got so angry I froze and I didn't know what to say and then finally when I responded to this person who said that whatever thing they were supposed to do was beneath them I practically responded through clenched Teeth. Of course, when I talked about it with somebody else later, they first commiserated with me. But also, why did you react that way? Like, why did you get mad? Or why did you think that was wrong? And I had to come to terms with the fact that I feel like it's rude to think that you're better than anyone or anything else that you would refuse to do something because you think you're too good for it. And then, you know, coming upon that realization, I slowly understood that that's not for me to decide whether or not that's a right or wrong response to things in life. And my friend recently shared this thing she heard on a podcast where the speaker, there's somebody on a podcast who said that their New Year's resolution was to to stop having opinions and feelings about other people's actions. 
And oh boy, do I need that in my life. So I think, you know, that was a good example. I didn't need to have an opinion or any kind of reaction to that. So once I got to the root of it, it was easier to let go of. The last thing I'm gonna recommend is some exercise when you feel like griping. I know this one comes up a lot. It's not like a cool recommendation. It's not like this new AG natural. Well, it is kind of natural, but you get my drift. Exercise is a really good way to get out any kind of anger or frustration. Sometimes you're just so angry, you don't want to talk about things. And it's good to channel that energy into something productive. I remember, I want to say a year ago, I was going through something difficult. I was kind of in the middle of this falling out. I kind of felt like I was collateral damage. That's obviously a very dramatic way of looking at the situation. It was complicated and it was sad. It was frankly just sad. The way that it was patched up was kind of like messy and clumsy. It kind of felt like things were patched up in a way that thought it would go away. And of course, in those kinds of situations, it never does. And I just kind of felt angry about the whole thing. One of the things I used to love to do before the pandemic was to go to berries. This is not an endorsement. This is not a paid endorsement, although how great would that be? Um, but I used to love to go to Barry's and for anybody who doesn't know, Barry's is this chain or it's a franchise. I don't know. It's a chain. There's a network of these gyms basically where they had do a combination of treadmill work and floor work with weights and stretchy bands and stuff like that and you're all in a dark room they call it the red room where they turn off the lights and they only have red lights on and then they basically all of their instructors look like barbies like workout barbies a workout barbie yells at you smiles and yells at you over like nelly remixes and britney spears tracks and i loved it i I loved it so much. That was kind of like my place when I was going through that, that I would like take out my anger. So I just have this vivid memory of being so like angry, sad. And then it was my turn to go on the treadmill and we had this steep incline, like a 45 degree incline. We're sprinting uphill. I was just like, I'm so angry. Sprinting my little legs up that treadmill. It was great. It took obviously a long time for the pain to go away, but it was kind of something, the situation was so messy and sad. It just throughout, it was really difficult to talk about and there was really nothing to say. I think that exercise is a really good method of being able to really process the emotions that would come up and let them subside. Exercise, if you're not ready to gripe or it's not the right situation to gripe, you need to let things out, I would recommend exercise. That's a wrap, I guess. I guess we're gonna wrap things up now. Yeah, we're gonna close things out here. I hope that these tips were helpful to you. Sometimes, like I said, easy to get wrapped up and fly into a rage about things, but just know that that doesn't always have to be your default. First of all, there's nothing wrong with griping. Just know that you don't have to let your gripes control you. And there are options out there. 
So if you're looking to try something new this year to just kind of get through tough days or get through tough situations, I hope these ideas are helpful or give you some inspiration to try something new. I guess I'll talk to you guys next week. If you have any feedback, thoughts, questions, stories to relay, let me know. I am hoping to hear from some of my listeners. I hope that we have listeners and I hope that they'll email. And if you want to get in touch, you can email us, the podcast. I don't know, me? You you can email someone at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com. And that's full words, givingyoupodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Bye.